culture are well intertwined, each impacting the other, each constantly evolving and changing. Both brands and culture are shaped by stories, and these days, many of those stories are told via social media networks in real time with real impact and real consequences. Today on Chat Chat, we have Paula Ann Jackman, who's a freelance creative consultant with over 15 years experience in marketing and communications, as well as a background in journalism and broadcasting. Paula is passionate about West Indian arts and culture, media and marketing for the arts, and is in her final semester of a Bachelor of Arts in Arts and Entertainment Management. She's also the incoming president of Kiwanis Club Pride of Barbados. Welcome, Paula, and thanks for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes. So tell me about your work as a marketing and communications professional and how that overlaps with your passion for arts and culture. Sure. So going back to come forward, as people say, Mm -hmm. I would have started out in banking, believe it or not, for seven years. And in the last four years or so of that, I actually went into the marketing department of that bank. And it was really exciting because Mm -hmm. they were managing 17 territories and you were running things by line items. So I would get to see credit card campaign, consumer loan campaign campaigns, all kinds of things, generic brand awareness. And I started to really get excited about this Mm -hmm. thing because in my start as a mass comm girl, I just wanted to be a journalist and then there was no job opportunity. So you went to the bank. That's what a lot of us did. We took the job that was available at the time. So when I went into the bank... And then I ended up in the marketing department because of an internal vacancy. I actually started to fall in love with marketing and communications and branding and PR. And then I always tell the story of how the team came from the agency in Trinidad. And these Lonsdale people were so me. You ever saw yourself in someone else? Mm -hmm. The bright colored hair. (laughs) Talking a little too loud. Your spirit animal. Your spirit animal. It was my spirit animal (laughs) encapsulated in this woman who was their account exec. And from the bank, I went into the agency life. I never came out until I decided to go back to school and do my degree. And that's where I am now as a freelance creative consultant. So it's a culmination of all the knowledge that I've gained over the past 15 years Mm -hmm. and now in the passion that I've gained for Barbadian and I say West Indian because I'm interested in the broader Caribbean culture as well and using my knowledge and my experience and the ups and the downs to try to better this thing that you call um, brand Barbados that we call brand Barbados I'm very 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 excited to do that but I'm still doing some Um, traditional marketing as well freelance for some of my clients and I still love that very very much (laughs) that's good that's good um (laughs) interesting journey um so you mentioned brand Barbados so how would you describe Barbadian culture or the Barbados brand you know Maybe I won't lie to you. It is hard to describe. And I am actually stealing part of my description from an interview I did with someone else where they said it just is, it's almost intangible. It's amorphous. It is ever evolving. Mm -hmm, Barbadian culture mm -hmm. is as much Crapover and conkeys as it is what we experience with within the the context of the impact of North American culture mm-hmm, and UK mm-hmm. culture. 
Twitter and we're watching hundreds of thousands of channels, UK drag race, everything, our lingo is changing. Yes. We're adopting certain American slang. But at the same time, there's still something very us. There's still a way that you go to China and you see someone and before they start her talk, you say, everybody mm-hmm. look Beijing though. <laughs> It's true. That happens to me in like the US all the time. I go to a store and I'm like, wait, this body got a face that looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, that body, that body's a brat. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that body's a Thompson. That body look like them from like foot man. It's a feeling. It's an energy. I get you. I get so, you. There, there's there's so much to it, and and there's some of us within the arts and entertainment sphere who resent the fact that it can't be easily labeled mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like how Jamaica may say you see certain things red yellow and green and you immediately think Jamaica you yeah. well people do even though it's Rastafari yeah. but people see that <laughs> yeah. and think Jamaica they see red black and white and think Trini mm-hmm. they get doubles one time but I still think there is something that is very us but it's just so hard to put a finger on no. <laughs> maybe it's one so day hard. we will maybe one day we will solve that <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> I will be able to put it into a sentence exactly exactly <laughs> Well, maybe I'm gonna. T- maybe that's your homework, Paula. Maybe you're. Maybe I'm gonna reach out to you in like a year and say, Paula, did you come up with that sentence? Do you have a definition of brown barbados? <laughs> I've yeah, been waiting than, on this, Paula. Other than um, 166 miles on a small wide. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you've touched a little bit on um, something I was coming to. So as a former radio yeah. personality and the host of yeah. you know NCS for the culture, I know you have your yeah. finger on the pulse of the people. So yeah. do you think I'm there's trained. been a sh- <laughs> do you think there's been a shift in your culture? I guess you kind of talked a little bit about that. Yeah. I guess it's kind of, you know, evolving. Yeah, it is evolving. Even right now, my final paper, my studies are on Bashma Soka and what mm-hmm. it is and where it came from. And for something that is the newest genre in our landscape, that has already gone through so much change already. Yeah. That is a, an evolution of Bajan dub. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is heavily impacted by Jamaican dance hall because Jamaica is a super influencer in just Caribbean cultural identity. They, they are, their prowess cannot be <laughs> yeah, taken yeah. for granted, you know? So it, it impacts us in every area. But our culture is definitely shifting. But mm-hmm. what I like, I dare say, hopefully nobody uh, stones me. Don't I worry feel about as it. Though, <laughs> I feel as though we have a generation that is embracing it even more than millennials coming okay. up. It's okay. almost like cool. Brand Barbados is getting cooler to younger people. Mm-hmm. There was a time where we would see somebody in a shirt saying Barbados and we were like, that must be cheap. You know? <laughs> but no, you you got brands like Nabrata see popping mm-hmm. up yes. with Beijing dialect scenes. I can't say the word, but DJ Puffy has a very popular hat mm-hmm. that everybody mm-hmm. is buying with a very popular Beijing slang word. And I feel as though we're heading in the right direction. The shift is towards making us cool. We're good for us and we're good for you to come here, try us buy a shirt leave with a, a brand Barbados shirt on your okay. back okay. I, and I love it I love it okay so <laughs> um a slightly you know different question and I guess you kind of alluded to it um as well but along the yeah. same lines do you yeah. do you feel like we're 
is it a shift or do you think we're losing our cultural identity due to all these like other influences or maybe we're influencing the world? I don't know for sure how much we are impacting the world. I, I try not to speak on things that I'm not sure about. <laughs> I know, I know that being Caribbean right now and having Caribbean roots and some of it Barbadian is all of a sudden cool in at least it's Hollywood. True. Everybody is like, oh, my great grandmother, 16,000 <laughs> is <laughs> from St. Lucie and you got all of these comedians on the internet now and they're trying to do Beijing accents and Trini accents and, and everything terribly and I think I think that we're benefiting from that wave I don't know if if we could own it and say we spark that wave in any mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. but I think we're benefiting from the shift and there's a lot of external influences yes and there will continue to be because even in our first management class we learn about how the internet is making it one global marketplace oh, yes. and oh, the yes. world is that much smaller so we are like a sponge taking in lots of influences and I don't know within our limited means if we are able to push that back out to the globe as we would like but mm-hmm. I hope to be part of the change. I know okay. we yeah. are part of the change and podcasts like, like yours could be on the BBC as part of some segment of Caribbean content, you oh, know? Well. It's from your lips, from your lips to your <laughs> ears, then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and maybe, you know, you mentioned uh, maybe it's like, you know, I think of it like the tide, washing in things, you know, washing yeah. things ashore and taking things back <laughs> out. So, and you know. energy cannot die. It's that she right, is transferred. Right. So All of hopefully. that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you talked about, you know, technology, the internet. So, we live in a time where yeah. tech, social media, like second nature, like breathing. Um, yeah. But what would you say you think is the best strategy you know in your mind mm-hmm. at a high level um to share our culture the barbados brand with the with the world yeah what we're doing right now we are on the right track everybody is on social media especially sadly because of the pandemic more people are indoors and mm-hmm. glued to their mobile phones glued to netflix and watching documentary after documentary or oh God, scrolling yes. social media yeah i i heard about seaspiracy i have oh to check God, it out uh, oh, listen <laughs> i think you're peeping my netflix follow <laughs> because i got a good piece of salmon to cook tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) so i think we are actually headed in the right direction and people like btmi responsible for our marketing as as a country they are really embracing digital media so we're doing the right thing that's the right thing to do right now Mm -hmm. because where the world goes there's going to be a shift again before it was newspapers at the top of the list then it was tv and then it was radio yeah and you know it's going to keep changing and the only way for us to succeed at promoting ourselves is to be on the pulse and and stay in front Mm -hmm. and know what's happening there are people that years ago we're saying, you know, the internet is going to take over. And some people were like, whatever. And now th- mm-hmm. some magazines, some newspapers have literally died a death yeah. because they didn't make the brave decision yeah, to go mm-hmm. into the digital realm. And you can't afford to do that. 
not not in in the business of marketing and communications you gotta be flexible and you gotta be ready to make that change so we're we're doing the right thing at the moment yeah and i guess there i see a lot of you know new opportunities and stuff like for exporting our culture i see spotify actually you know recently said they're expanding into the region so yes yes and it's it's now available yeah yeah is instagram music here yet though (laughs) (laughs) again (laughs) maybe from our lips (laughs) we deserve instagram we deserve i know (laughs) so with the increase in social media that we mentioned do you think i mean these are like you know, it's a tool and that kind of thing. But do you think it's harder for artists and even businesses in some way to kind of function and maintain the momentum and attention needed to be successful? Yeah. It's, it's, it's demanding. Do you, you know? It is very demanding. And what people take for granted is that social media is a science. It's very fun to use mm-hmm, and it's very mm-hmm. easy to log on. And with the advent of apps like Canva, we can all create a graphic nowadays. Oh, yeah. Put our logo on it and get it on the internet. But there's a reason some of us have six likes and there's a reason some of us have 6,000 shares. Mm-hmm. So I think more people need to invest the time into learning the tool that they have. Okay. Because yeah. it, right now for a lot of people, it's, a, it's an advantage, but right now it's like monkey handling gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't even understand the power of the tool in your hands. You yeah. don't understand how to work the metrics. You don't understand how to even measure your success or mm-hmm. evaluate your failure and come fresh. Got so you. It, it's there's so much potential. I think it's it's not being used correctly. For example, LinkedIn. I was talking to a friend the other day, and I was saying there's so much opportunity on LinkedIn, but some people are using LinkedIn to flirt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, okay. <laughs> yes, believe it or not. So though I have to be even more discerning. Oh in my! I add, we all do because I I was thinking I don't need to put that side of my brain on when I'm on there, but apparently now I do. So people sliding in, sliding in your DMs on LinkedIn. DMs. Oh, excuse yes. me. It is, it, and it's just not the vibe. <laughs> That's not the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well then. <laughs> so I guess maybe then um I was gonna ask about if what's the biggest op- obstacle to building a brand, but I guess maybe yeah. maybe your answer before, you know, is about not being not really knowing how to use the tools yeah that we have that's one for sure that's up there that's right up there in the top three I would say not knowing how to use the tools at your disposal but I would say if I had to pick a number one gun to my head why so violent Paula if I had to pick a number one I would say actually not knowing your business and again if if ever I was to leave a legacy I want it to be we have to appreciate research we have to Mm -hmm. do 
more research. Some people are like, I see someone doing X, I'm going to go and do X, but you're not seeing the other variables. Mm-hmm. You need to I understand the context of the business. You need to understand what media is best for you to use for that business and what message you need to put in the media. And all of that starts with good research and knowing the market that you're communicating to, knowing the industry that you're a part of, knowing your competitor. Mm-hmm. Research is so, so, so important and I don't think that we appreciate it enough yeah as 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 small Barbadian businesses and it could be too because there can be a cost attached but again know the tool you have at your disposal there's so many cute things that will allow you to do research on let's say Instagram yeah without even people even realizing that's what you're doing you could be launching a new business selling rotis and just post a picture and be like i love chicken and potato what's your favorite flavor yeah and when 100 people Mm -hmm. have said beef then you know no you need to watch your ratio when you're ordering that informs your inventory easy so i would rather you did broader research but working within your means there's things you can do right now free of charge on digital media to start doing research to benefit your business yeah okay yeah that makes sense that's that's to me the greatest challenge people not knowing the business they're in fair enough that makes sense to me um how important would you say is it to build a community as an artist as a brand you know to kind of like find your tribe i guess it's so important and again it comes back to research you need to know who wants what it is you've got to offer Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense you sitting here in Barbados and you're saying okay I am making k-pop and I am only making k-pop and I'm only selling to Bajans me personally I learned what k-pop is maybe a year ago That is like the biggest thing um, in in Asian countries. Oh yes, and- oh yes. Let me pause there because I was and like, is- oh, okay, I'm with you now. And it's like Korean hip hop, I think. Yes, uh, exactly. Okay. Corrected, and it's it's developing here. It's getting bigger here. There's there's some people like how we would have had a couple people in our college days dressing like emo. Uh-huh. It, it, yeah, there's yeah. a little subculture. Okay. But it's nowhere near the numbers consuming Bajan dub and Bashment Soka and all that. If you expanded your reach and you did some sort of research, you would see maybe there is an, a huge audience for it somewhere else in the region. Maybe you don't even need to go all the way to Asia. Mm-hmm. But it's not here. <laughs> it's not big enough here for you to sustain yourself. Gotcha. So that's, that's, that's important research that you need to do. So you need to find your community. Yes, I would say 100%. Look at the success of Mahalia's Corner. Oh, that, yeah. that is one of my favorite brands to look at mm-hmm. and talk about. I remember it being tiny at upstairs bump and wine. Yes, I was talking about community, that this <laughs> That community was building all back then and just growing, just growing growing and doing one of the things that all brands aspire to do which is to get your consumer to do the leg, leg work yeah the time she says tickets are out i am calling i'm putting it mm. in group chat when again exactly how <laughs> many tickets i need to order <laughs> ticket solo it is yeah exactly ticket yep. solo it is she running ads right now for fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been already doing the leg work it's true and i've been a victim of you know 
Take it so well. So I, <laughs> I haven't been in a long time, so same here. <laughs> Humility is very important. And I dare say it to, to stray a little bit. Even in life, is so important to yeah. find your tribe. Oh, yes. That, oh, that's yes. one of the keys to success, personal and professional. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about social media, you know, as a tool. But do you think it's also shifted? maybe power in the society not only to determine what is relevant and valuable but in allowing mm. marginalized voices i mean we just talked about k-pop yeah definitely when we look at what just happened with the historic removal of nelson statue from in bridgetown that happened because someone decided to use social media as a tool for advocacy and all of a sudden some of us who would never have experienced signing a petition before Mm -hmm. in our lives it was easy to log on get the information read about it and add our signatures digitally so I think a lot of people in Barbados in the region across the globe are using social media in that way and I think it's fantastic yeah and again it's one of the the I find it so hard to say but blessings in the middle of this very terrible time because yeah, I, yeah. I know a lot of people are saying, Oh, you have to sign the opportunity. Let's say like, people are dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Though. It's true. But it's the true. truth is, I guess there there is a, a silver lining in, in even the darkest of clouds as this is. And that's one of the things we, we are learning how to navigate this tool in such a different way than we did before we were using it so casually no it's where we work it's where we exercise it's where we go to church and no it's a it's a part of 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 building community and and advocating for all different disenfranchised groups and i think it's great yep i think it's really good so i mean on the other side of that question like the flip yeah Do you think our free will is being manipulated by social media and, you know, all this behavior change marketing? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) You see, a tool is as dangerous as the hands that it's in. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. on one end, I would say it's fantastic how we were able to get the message out. Wash your hands, sanitize, Mm -hmm. stay six feet apart. And we are accustomed now to these graphics coming out that inform us and, and educate us. And it's good. But then sometimes it's in the wrong hands. And I always think of the one that someone put out and used the mass head from the official gazette. And made made that notice look official. And that scared me. That that scared me. And and I appreciate how so many media houses, I think of the nation first, they're doing this campaign, The Source Matters. Oh, and and even then it's still scary because again, that thing that was coming around to all of us looked like the source it looked like the official gazette yes you know but now we have to be even more discerning yes is it the right source but it might not be the right channel so as far as i'm concerned right now whatsapp is for memes (laughs) <laughs> if it's you, official you need to send me an email you need to update <laughs> your website your official verified page 
even that thing that came out recently when they were saying that DMX is sick and think I didn't even believe it at first. I know I because it, th- this thing in the wrong hands is very very scary, and I don't even have the answer as to how we navigate that space. But yeah. being more discerning is what I am doing personally. Yeah, you have to double it, it check, check and triple yes. check and double check, and it got to check a good couple boxes before I believe it. Yeah, I for know. real. And what is things i do is i just wait for the honorable pm to come on and say <laughs> some, some people are like oh but i i hear mama mama I'm like all right well when she tells me it's gold <laughs> yeah like i suppose the problem is come when it's not just um local you know local news no that's it that's it that is that is so it because things <laughs> just even even i think today a rumor started that he not only had a heart attack, and I don't know what's people's obsession with making bad news worse, but they were saying he also has COVID. And then his PR team had to come out and say, no, that is not true. Oh we haven't released any statement <laughs> on his current state. They're making it really hard. Oh, yes. <laughs> For PR oh, yes. people and publicists oh, I'm to do their you. job. <laughs> or, make it, or maybe just make it a lot of work for them too. <laughs> too much work <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's equated to more money maybe they're happy i don't know <laughs> so, i, I wouldn't want that job <laughs> oh dear fires all day and all night oh that's oh. scary to me <laughs> <laughs> so we can't have a discussion um, uh, on brands and culture without touching a bit on cancel culture yeah um what are your views on cancel culture or consequence culture as i heard someone call it recently okay that's new to me i thought i was fresh that's new to me <laughs> so <laughs> i mean young, young. Is, is it Listen. a school of justice or is it mm-hmm. executioner of freedom of speech i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i am an avid fan of cancel culture i know mm-hmm. there's a shift now and everybody on twitter is saying oh cancel culture is trash blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> i am a fan of cancel culture cancel the racists the bigots the homophobes yeah cancel the pedophiles everything mm-hmm. what i would say though is based on the discussion we've been having all night where we understand that this tool in the wrong hands can be very very dangerous and now I could literally get up tomorrow morning and say such and such a person ran off with my wig and <laughs> I haven't seen it since. And, and, and she's a thief and everybody be like, yes, so with no evidence. No. Yeah, I, th- I, I think you. we as a public need to be much more discerning than that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with us saying, you know what? be dropping the ass and there are some people who pretty much drop the ass on themselves mm-hmm. they've come out and said this is who i am and it's up to us to say we don't want it yeah yeah but we gotta really be careful now when it comes to hearsay and the rumor mill which we know could get terrible oh, in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just ain't got no chat at tv we're a little busier <laughs> we're a little busier now that we were in our grandmother's mm-hmm. time you could imagine yeah they just ain't got no chill no chill, no chill. <laughs> but but some people honestly could do with a good old canceling <laughs> 
mean, the other thing too, we talk about cancel yeah. culture, which is like a you know catchphrase, but yeah, canceling really isn't anything new. Maybe it's, it's just not. the power has been shifted. Maybe yeah. there's been so much blacklisting and blackballing. Maybe the face is just the, yes. that are doing the canceling look different. <laughs> yeah, and and the conversation now is online as yeah. opposed to word of mouth, and Correct. it can spread a lot. Faster yeah. and a lot farther. Exactly. Before but you were canceled in private, you know. But no. <laughs> You'll never work in this town again. Exactly. You There's exactly. literally a trope in film that that is in so many sitcoms. Precisely. It isn't new. It isn't new. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so I, I we also I agree. We also have to be discerning. But do you have any? Yeah. I don't know any tips for how people can navigate. Um, you know, the cancel culture might feel other than be yeah. better, do better. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say be authentic. Okay. One of the things that one of my marketing tutors said to me in this most recent journey, he would have said, you not only need to know the customer you want, you need to know the one you do not want. Mm-hmm. And when you are authentic, instead of just trying to go with watch trending, you'll attract the customer that you not only want, the customer that you need. And I, I've been using that personally and professionally. And to relate that back now to cancel culture, I would say if you as, a, let's say, a, a, say a soca artist, because we're in Barbados, mm-hmm. you are just being yourself. And 10% of the population has canceled you. I guarantee you that there's still another 15% who wants you exactly who as you That's are. That's true. That's true. And they're going to buy into whatever it is you're doing. Derek Jackson has been canceled left, <laughs> right, and center. This is, you know, this, this <laughs> oh, yeah. relationship oh, oh. guy. Mm-hmm. I but know. <laughs> someone was saying that his social media has been increasing his following has been increasing you know why because there is a bunch of people who are now very into who he has turned out to be yeah they're like oh really this is the real you we did like guy before let's let's get on board no yeah so some of it is just like the, you know the the urge to pass an accident and slow down some some of it it's is true it's true it's just true. want to see the world burn but i'm also <laughs> sure that some people are really there for is like you know what maybe you just need to turn around come back and say you know what some of us some of us cheat and, and there should be some redemption for us uh, and let's have a community <laughs> well it seems that yes he has also found his tribe <laughs> That's <laughs> from history. His vibe attracted history. <laughs> but I would definitely say the way to navigate it is to be authentic as as a brand and even yes. as an individual. Just yeah. just be you. Some some people will cancel you, and some people will be like, "This is it." Well, fair enough. Fair enough. That makes yep. sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, lastly, I mean, other mm-hmm. than I assume hosting more seasons of Forty Culture and taking up the presidency Hallelujah. of <laughs> the <Kiwanis laughs> Club, what's yeah. up next for you? And does that qualify as a spoiler alert? well speaking of spoiler alert i really miss that so that would have been my radio show on yfm on saturdays 22 and when covid came along and and skin up so many apple cards mine was one and i lost that show so what i'm looking to do is go ahead and do that again okay but again using the tool using the digital space yeah and i'll either write because I actually prefer to blog than to vlog, even though vlogs do better. Okay, well. <laughs> Video does better. 
her online, but you know, you gotta be true to yourself and be it's authentic. True. And I, I really agree. do love to talk about television and film, and it just is just like a way of de-stressing for me. So I want to bring back a website I had called pickpaw.com. Okay, okay. So that is in the works. And then recently I filmed a pilot for a TV series. So if that oh, is wow. up, yes, mm. if that is picked up, you'll see me doing that as well. And wow. the rest of it, no more spoilers. Okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I feel like I feel like you've given us sufficient. I, I, I am giving you some yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, now I'm like real keen on this, like this show. So I'm like, you have to let me know when the of pilot course. is available. Of course, of course. I hope soon. I'm very excited. <laughs> well, of course. So thank you so much for joining me today, Paula, for the first episode of season three and my first episode with a fellow podcaster. Um, your energy truly is infectious and I look forward to all the things you're doing. I have to say. Thank you so much for having me. I had a really good time. It's been a great chat. I think it was so, so worth my time. I'm glad Thank to you hear so that. Much. Okay. So much. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to join us every other Wednesday for another episode of Shack Shack. Subscribe to our podcast using your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also connect with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter, or by email at akilia at shackshack.com. Let's shake things up.